Strength to strength. Amen. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, glory to God. <laughs> Woo. And now I commend you to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to, and to give you an inheritance among all them that have been sanctified. Hallelujah. And so the word of his grace will build you up. So as you are in the word, let the word strengthen you. Oh, hallelujah. Let the word build you up. And then build up yourself on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh yeah, you'll be strong. You'll be strong. But not only shall you be strong, but you shall be strong and you shall know your God and because you do know your God, you shall do great exploits. Exploits will happen through the people of God in this day and this hour. Amen. Hallelujah. Be seated just for a few moments. I, I had something stirring in my spirit tonight. I, I've got a, pages and pages of notes that we're not going to look at tonight. And, uh, but I got something stirring in my spirit. So let's just, uh, let's just, uh, look, 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 look. Whoo. <laughs> Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's turn over to John chapter four and notice with me in verse 34. And we'll look at verse 35, the, the fourth chapter of John and uh, verse 34 and in verse 35. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Here's what Jesus said. Of course, you know, his disciples were over in the natural realm and they were talking about, well, you know, we don't, you know, what about this? We, hath any man brought him out to eat? And Jesus answered them and said unto them in verse 34, he said, my meat is to do the will of him. I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And so he said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Jesus was about his father's business. Amen. He knew why he came. He knew for what purpose he came. And he said, my meat is to do his will. I heard Billy Joe Doherty preach a sermon many, many years ago. Billy is Billy Joe's in heaven now. Pastored a great church down there at Victory Christian Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. His son Paul now is pastor in a great church. Sharon's still alive. She's doing great. But I heard Billy Joe preach this years ago. 
We need to get on the meat that Jesus eats. Amen. <laughs> and the meat that Jesus eats <laughs> is to do the will. Not just to hear the will. Not just to shout about the will. Not just to look in past generations that fulfilled the will of God. But what do you say we do the will? What do you say we do the will of God? And not only that, but finish his work. Amen. You know, Jesus said, uh, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. But he didn't stop there. He said, and greater works than these shall he do. Why? Because I go to my father. Now, in the context of this meet and doing this will and finishing his work, notice with me the next verse. Say not ye. So when Jesus says, don't say this, we ought not to say it. He said, say not ye, there are yet four months and then cometh harvest. Look, he said, I say unto you, lift up your eyes. That almost sounds like, may the eyes of our understanding be flooded with light. Lift up our eyes. Enable us to see. Even as the prophet prayed for his servant. Lord, open his eyes that he may see. And he saw chariots and angels all around and camped. There are yet four months and then cometh harvest. Don't say that. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields for they are white already to harvest hallelujah the fields are white in the bay area Let us not talk about how many unchurched people are in the Bay Area. Let's just leave that aside and let's be about our Father's business. The fields of Alameda County, they're already white unto harvest. The fields in San Jose and San Francisco, they're white. Already under harvest. Now, Jesus would never tell us to go and be ambassadors for Him in this earth without giving us the ability to reap the harvest. It is harvest time. But in order back in Minnesota for them to reap the harvest, they had to have the equipment. They had to have the tools. They had to be ready when it was time to go out in the fields and reap the harvest. 
I want to talk to you just for a while tonight about some of your harvesting tools. Say it with me, whom God has called, he has equipped. What has he equipped us with? Well, of course, you could go on and on and on and on. He's equipped us with his name. He's equipped us with his blood. He's equipped us with the Holy Ghost. He said in Acts 1.8, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Say it with me. I've been equipped. Mm, gifts. 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 We, we have the gift of Jesus when we receive Him as our Lord and Savior. And then if we go a step further, we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. In Acts 1.8, He says, But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses in Alameda County in these fields that are white already unto harvest you've got a power from on high to be an effective witness hallelujah a witness is one who testifies to something that's what a witness does a witness in a court of law goes to the front they sworn in, and that witness is to testify to what they know. Amen. Well, you and I know that Jesus died, but not only died, but he rose again from the dead. Amen. This is what we know. And that is good news. Amen? Amen. We know that he walked about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. We know that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We know that his name is above every name, and we are witnesses to that. We witness to the fact that he is alive. That he is alive. That he is our healer. Hallelujah. Now, Paul said something to Timothy. Because if, if you don't watch it, you can backslide real quick. If you don't watch it, you can just go through the motions of church. And it, and it becomes just kind of mundane and, and just sort of, oh, you know. But Paul told Timothy something very important. I want to remind you of it as well. Look over at 2 Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy, the first chapter. Glory to God. Glory. Brenda sends greetings, by the way. She's doing real good up there in Portland. Praise the Lord. Eat some Copper River salmon and... I said, well, what would you have today? She said, I had fish and chips. She said, what would you have? I said, I had Thai food. She went, oh. <laughs> if you don't like Thai food, you know, you're just, you're just not saved. Anyway. 
2 Timothy chapter 1. Of course, Paul's talking to his son in the faith, Timothy, and he wants Timothy to understand that fear is not a part of a born-again Christian's DNA. In verse 7, he said, you know, follow the faith that was in your grandmother and in your mother also. And by the way, Timothy, God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. So don't yield to fear. Stand up and be bold. How many of you know, during harvest time, we need to stand up and be bold? Now notice in 2 Timothy 1, in the verse uh, prior to verse 7, verse 7 is the one we really know. But notice in verse 6, he says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. I mean, the mere fact that Paul told Timothy to stir up the gift of God that was on the inside of him means that it's possible for the gift of God on the inside of us to lie dormant. And so he tells Timothy, here's what you need to do on a daily basis, on a regular basis. You need to stir up what's on the inside of you. Yes, that's right. When you wake up in the morning, I'll guarantee you, most of you don't even feel like stirring it up. (laughs) The only thing some of you feel like stirring up is cream in your coffee. (laughs) So he says, how do you know that? I am a human being as well. But stirring up the gift of God has nothing to do with your feelings. As a matter of fact, stirring up the gift of God requires faith. Amen? And this is a faith church, and you are a faith people, and by the grace of God, you can stir up the gift of God. Amen? Stir it up. Stir it up. Read the word. Stir it up. Speak the word. Stir it up. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Stir it up. Put some praise music on and sing praises to God and worship God. What are you doing? You're stirring up. You're stirring up the gift of God on the inside. And when you stir up this glorious gift that's on the inside, there comes an awareness in your soul and in your spirit to where you will begin to be more sensitive to the realm of the spirit than you are the natural realm. Amen. When you stir up the gift of God, you'll be able to see people's needs. That's right. Rather than just passing them by. Amen. Amen. So say it with me. I'm stirring up the gift of God on the inside of me. Now, here's what I want to get to tonight. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. Verse 1, he said, Now concerning spiritual gifts, you will see that spiritual gifts will begin to operate in you and through you as you stir up the gift. 
Do I need to say that again? I don't know that I can. But you will discover and you will begin to see that spiritual gifts will begin to operate through you and in you for the benefit of others as you have stirred yourself up. Brother Hagin said, he said, the more that I prayed in the Spirit, the more manifestations of the Spirit I would have. The more time that I would just spend waiting on God and praying in the Holy Ghost, uh, edifying myself, building myself up, the more I'd see the manifestations of the Spirit begin to flow. Amen. So now concerning spiritual gifts, Brethren, I would not have you to be ignorant. We are not to be ignorant of our harvest tools. A person that does not know how to operate in the equipment that they have to reap a a wheat harvest or a corn harvest is at a great disadvantage. And that's why the gifts of the Spirit should be taught on and preached on in a local church like this. Because, I'll be honest with you, 99% of the people in our church on Sunday morning, they're blessed. They're blessed. I said they're blessed. They're full of knowledge. Amen. Now, now faith, <laughs> it comes by hearing, and what? Hearing by the Word of God. Faith for the operation, the manifestations of the Spirit of God, my friends, comes by stirring yourself up and by hearing the truth of God's Word. Amen? Amen? I think I did pretty good there. <laughs> oh my. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 2, he said, You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaketh by the Spirit of God, calls Jesus a curse, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. And then he begins to list all these manifestations and these gifts of the Spirit. And, uh, you know, as the Lord leads, we can look at some of those, but not tonight. There are three gifts of the Spirit that say something. That's right. Amen? It is prophecy, where you speak unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Right, Ron? That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. So, for example, Brother George or Brother George, get up. And they don't have to be make a spectacle out of it, which they wouldn't, and they don't. But just speaking by the Spirit, a prophetic 
word for the congregation. It'll edify. It'll exhort. And it'll bring comfort. Amen? And then, these three gifts that say something, there's prophecy, and then there's diverse kinds of tongues. Diverse kinds of tongues. For example, Pastor Tom, standing up behind that instrument, I may speak out a tongue and turn to Pastor Tom and say, interpret that. And Pastor Tom, because he is a man of God and stirs up the gift of God, he can interpret those things. That's a manifestation of the Spirit. You can interpret tongues as the Spirit wills. So these three gifts say something. Prophecy, diverse kinds of tongues, and the interpretation of tongues. Amen? Mm -hmm. And there are three gifts that what? That do something. The gift of faith, or special faith. Gifts of healings, and working of miracles. We are about to see some glorious miracles. Not just inside these walls, but outside these walls. There are, there, there's some things coming, folks. Shoo! And then there are three gifts or three manifestations of the Spirit that reveal something. Okay? One of them is discerning of spirits. And when we're talking about discerning of spirits, we're not just talking about seeing demons. You could see angels. My brother-in-law sees angels all the time. Joe Morris sees angels all the time. You don't have to see an angel to know an angel's there. This whole room is full of angels. But sometimes angels will appear to bring a message or to help you. Or for you to do something. Don't think it's strange. If you see an angel, just be cool. Oh yeah, I see angels all I see angels all the time. Glory to God. Amen. Boy, I tell you what. People talk about all the demonic activity that's happening in the world. I'm telling you, they that be with us. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. Oh, increase of angelic activity. An increase of angelic antivity. An increase. Increase. Three guests that reveal something, discerning of spirits. You might see a demon, but if you see a demon, don't be scared. God just showed to you to cast it out. Just take authority over that thing. But make sure you use the name of Jesus. Don't use the name of Jesus that Pastor Tom preaches. Use the name of Jesus that belongs to you. <laughs> Amen. And then there's the word of wisdom concerning the future of things. Then there's the word of knowledge concerning present facts that are 
taking place and occurring right now, maybe in a person's life. Three that do, three that reveal, and three that say. Now, I want you to be mindful of that. I want you to be mindful of the fact that the gifts and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit are not just for a preacher. They are, they are not just for a, a wonderful evangelist. That's right. Or they're not just for the leading prophets in the land. And thank God for all of them. I'm not putting that down. That's wonderful. But these gifts, these manifestations of the Holy Ghost are harvesting tools. Harvesting tools. Amen. And oh, how we need them. Now, I want to share with you four or five things briefly tonight that'll help you to get on the dance floor and start thinking about this and start praying about it. The Spirit of the Lord spoke to me tonight and said this, that the promptings of the Holy Spirit are on the rise. Oh yes, that's right. The promptings of the Holy Spirit they're on the rise. In other words, they're going to happen frequently. Yes, that's right. They're going to happen regularly. You may be sitting in a restaurant and you have this prompting in your spirit. Pay for that person's meal. You may have a prompting of your spirit. You may be over at Southland Mall or whatever mall you go to and see a mom and a grandmother and a grandson and you know that one of them's sick the promptings of the spirit are going to be on the rise yes. and he'll never prompt you and show you to do something if it wasn't going to be received amen. we need to be led by the spirit amen somebody says well I was prompted to do something and didn't work out well just hey don't be so hard on yourself. That's right. Just know this, People? that your heart is right. Yes. And you just keep moving. Keep going. And you keep following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And you, you, you will find that out there in the world, I mean the real world, <laughs> that your mind will try to talk you out of it. Yeah. Your, your flesh doesn't want to pay for somebody's meal. <laughs> You don't want to go ask if you can pray for that sick child. The mind and the devil will try to talk you out of it. But the promptings of the Spirit of God are going to be on the uprising in these days. And here's what you will find. 
when you step out, the anointing will be there. The manifestation of the Holy Spirit will be there. You talk about gifts of healings? Now, let me give you this real quick. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse, uh, the last verse. 1 Corinthians 12, and verse 31. How then, and how should we conduct ourselves where these gifts of the Spirit are concerned, these harvesting tools. Well, in verse 31 it says, we are to covet earnestly the best gifts. That word covet there means to crave. Has anybody ever had a, a craving before? Sometimes I get a craving for Cherries Garcia. That's Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> a craving. Just a, anybody ever had a craving for a cheeseburger? Yeah. So you all know what a craving is. <laughs> Everybody shout glory. glory. Hallelujah. If we crave for such things in the natural, how much more should we crave for the supernatural power of God? Jesus said, blessed are they that are hungry. And that are thirsty. Is that you? Is that you over here? Is that us at Heart of the Bay? Are we hungry? Are we thirsty? Do we crave God? Amen. And the will of God. Cravings. So he says, covet these gifts. You can't covet them unless you know what they are. That's kind of the beginning. But you don't want to get so studious that you can define all of them and get everything in a box. And, you know, I mean, God is God. He's going to flow. Say it with me, and I am, and I am of God. And I'm flowing with Him. So crave the gifts of the Spirit. That's one thing, remember Brother Hagin, when he'd have us come up to the altar and pray, he would, he would pray that the power gifts would be in greater manifestation yes, yes. than they've been up to heretofore. Yes, that's right. So there was prayer and, and seeds of prayer. Oh. Hallelujah. Those seeds are coming up. It's time for things that have been planted in faith and in prayer by yester generations and yester decades. It's time for them to spring up. Amen. Hallelujah. You're just stepping in, Sabrina, to the prayers of your mom and dad. 
Hallelujah. Mish, you're stepping in. You're stepping up. Going to a higher place. In the name of Jesus. The prayers of your, your mom and your daddy. And your daddy. He was a good man. He had a heart for God. And you have a heart for God. Oh, oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Amen. And I have a gene, the things you've prayed, the things you've prayed, and you haven't seen yet, I believe it's coming to pass. Give me your hand, sweetheart. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Stretch forth your hand toward Imogene. Oh, brike sepanaya. In the name of Jesus, we agree right now. We loose the power of God upon every relative. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You're still here, sister. You're still here. You're still here. You're still here. Your eyes are going to see. Hallelujah. And your heart shall rejoice in the goodness of God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> the devil's a liar, man. That's, you know, that's just all there is to it. He is a big, not just fat, but morbidly obese loser and liar number two along with craving these gifts all gifts of the spirit all things done in the name of the Lord must be done with a motivation of love the more you love people and the more you walk in love, the more presence of love you will have. Amen. Not to be seen of man, not to put on a performance, but to hide behind the cross of the risen Savior. So, in this context, he says, I show unto you a more excellent way. And then he goes to verse chapter 13. This is a letter. It's not written in chapters and verses. It's a letter. He says, though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not charity or love, I become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity or love, I'm nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profiteth nothing. So these harvest tools are to no avail if we don't use them properly. And the proper way to use them is in the spirit of love. And the third thing that I want to talk to you just for a moment about is be mindful. Be mindful of where you're at. 
I guess another way we could say it would be this way. Thoughtfulness. Thoughtfulness. Maybe when you're out in a restaurant and someone's waiting on you, you have no idea what that person may have been going through. Just check up on the inside. Lord, do you want me to say something? Do you want me to pray for that person? Yesterday, I was at Panera, and I was waiting on my food. I was going to get it to go. And I looked, and I saw an older couple there. Somebody said, well, Pastor Mark, you're old. (laughs) No, older. Older. (laughs) Older. And I just had this prompting. Just pay for their meal. I didn't feel like doing that. It wasn't because I'm a cheapskate. I just, you know, it's, it's not comfortable. So, my food came and I got up and right about the time that I was to leave, they were at the cash register. (laughs) And I gave the guy my credit card. I said, I want to pay for their meal. And they looked and said, really? Really? I said, yeah, really. And here's what he said to me. He says, I guess Christmas came early. I didn't, I didn't give him, you know, a big explanation of it. I didn't, you know, go into in Romans Road or anything. Just, you know, I probably could have, maybe should have. But I just did what I felt like I should do. And this is what we need to do. Individual, we need to do what we feel, what seems like, what is right. It seems like we should do this. It seems like we should say this. It seems like we should go here. It seems like we should pray for that person. It seems like in your seamer, in your spirit. I had another experience. that's, That's why I'm saying the promptings of the Lord are on the rise. They're on the rise. I have a fence in the backyard and it's all beat up and we need to get it replaced. And I couldn't figure out who my neighbor was. So I kind of looked all over the neighborhood because it's kind of a cul-de-sac and all this stuff. And I just I couldn't figure it out. So after church on Sunday, Brenda and I went over there and Brenda says, that's the house. Listen to your wives, guys. Right? <laughs> that's the house. So I went and knocked on the door. I said, hi, I'm your neighbor. He says, I know you. You're a minister. I said, yeah, how'd you know? He said, well, we, we did fences years ago. And he says, I'm moving to Sin City. <laughs> now, that ain't an open door. <laughs> he says, the, the, the house is up for sale. It's pending. He says, I'm moving to Sin City. And that just keeps going over and over again in my mind. He called the church yesterday. Looking for me. We had given him a card. You'll find that God will bring harvest right to your door. So I'm going to go and knock on his door. He wants me to check out some quotes. He didn't want to do it himself. He's older. <laughs> Nice to be 
young guy. <laughs> it's nice to be a young guy. That's right. But I'm going to go talk to him about Sin City. About how I know that there's a church there. I'm going to ask him some questions. I believe God wants me to witness to him. I think, I believe that the greatest things that we're going to see, yeah, inside the wall is great, but I believe we're going to see some awesome things outside the wall. And, and so to, to get on that platform, let's be thoughtful. Let's be prayerful. You know, you, you, you may just draw a blank. You don't get nothing. Just keep moving. And then the next ingredient to flow in the Spirit is just simple, childlike faith and just being obedient. Just be obedient. Some of you may want to put a a dollar bill in your pocket or a five dollar bill before you come to church sometime. And just be mindful and be thoughtful. See if the Lord says anything to you about giving it to me. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. No, seriously. Be mindful. Be thoughtful. And then whatever He says to you, do it. Just do it. It's an advertisement from some place. Just do it. Amen. Obedience. And then I think the last thing that is really important for us to remember is have a servant's heart. Have a servant's attitude. Some of the leading one of the, the, the leading prophets in the land today started out by washing somebody's car for five years. He started out by mowing somebody's grass for five years. See, have a heart just to love and to serve people. What can I do for you? How can I serve you? You'll find that when you get into that type of mentality or mindset or spiritual mindset, that the harvesting tools will begin to flow. And I think that's enough for tonight. Let's all stand up. Amen. Glory to God. I want us to pray just for a few moments. Hallelujah. Raise your hands toward heaven and say, Thank you, Master, for the gifts of the Spirit. They are for me. They're harvesting tools. I crave the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in my life. I open my heart, Lord, and I say, Here I am. Use me for your glory. I'm available. I am available. That's another key point. Say it again. I am available for the gifts of the Spirit to flow through me. Help me, Lord, to be mindful, to be led by your Spirit. And I purpose in my heart that I will serve. As you open the doors, I'll walk through them, Lord. 
I purpose to be obedient. I'm willing and obedient. Now let's just pray right now. Hallelujah. The Bible says, ask of the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. Lord, we're asking for rain tonight. Just go ahead and pray out of your spirit just for a few moments. Mangredishte lebrande. Hey, lebrafasote yama. Nejelo protengile prabe. Manzolo brostele mende. Nangla pate lebrosto pandik de klebata yene. Don't put it off any longer. Say not someday. Today is the day. Now is your time. Don't waste time. Because time as we know it is coming to an end. Very, very soon. Hallelujah. Come on, guys, pray just a bit. Makalete. Ha rabosa. Ali bojede boda. Ay samato. Mangle pasi kele bota. Elemont. 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 Merci, Mentea. Hallelujah. Your young men shall see visions. Your older men shall dream dreams. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't take it for granted, dreams God, the dreams that God gives you. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. One of these days in the Lord's will, I want to share a dream that I had. And it wasn't a pleasant one. It was about people going to hell. It's harvest time. We need to call on the name of the Lord. That's right. Call on the name of the Lord. Amen.